Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast special episode of Alex and an Athlete Meet the T.O. and Frankie J. Show. I want to introduce everybody to T.O. and Frankie J. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. I'm T.O. I'm Frankie J. I'm up in the house. I feel good, man. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yep. What, what, what an honor. Oh, no, I appreciate y'all coming on. Bunch of bunch of veterans in the world of a sports industry, um, you know, quite a different different load of sports y'all had there. So um, why don't you guys go ahead and uh, one at a time give yourselves a little introduction, kind of the sports you played, and then after that you can tell us a little bit about your guys' podcast. I'll start. Let me start. Go ahead. Well, like I said, I'm T.O. A little bit about me. I'm 40 years old. We come, I'm out of Buffalo. Big Bills fan, um, worked all my life. We're blue collar workers. Um, just out here representing the Bills, trying to spread awareness on our show for mental health and just have a good time, keep it light, keep it fresh, have a couple laughs. Things I enjoy, I love lawn care. Uh, <laughs> it might be a little goofy, but I do. Nothing like a green grass. Um, yeah, that's about, uh, that's about it. I got two kids, family, house, just trying to... Uh, Spread the word on mental health and um, have a good time while doing it. And I appreciate and, people like you having us on and helping each other out like this. It's great. And these days, mental health seems to be one of the biggest topics going around is because now, like you said, there's finally some awareness to it. And people are starting to understand that, hey, there's more than meets the eye when it comes to mental health. Yep. One thing we say, one out of four people suffer from mental health. So yep. you put that into your everyday life and that's a heck of a lot of people. Yeah. I'm one of the four. Out of three. three out of three right here. So yeah, I'm that um I'm I'm Frankie J. But uh yeah, I mean like TL man, you grew up in Buffalo and you know you, you become a product of your environment and you know, as bad as it is, I grew up in a very toxic household. There was always negativity, fighting, you know, that's what I learned and you get tough by that. And now I'm out in the real world, right? seventeen years old and from there. I've had mental health issues since I was like nine years old, but there, there wasn't any real help because no one was asking. So there wasn't anything available unless you did, you know, something stupid, try to jump off a roof, then they'll toss you in the hospital. But it took years and years and years and years for me to finally, you know, this is enough. And, you know, whatever, I'm, you know, I hit the wall, did some time in the hospital, got myself right, been following the path ever since. Help is out there. You got to just ask for it. And now with more awareness, there's got to be solutions. So where we come in is we're a set of experienced ears in that area. We're not doctors. We're not certified anything. We're just people that have lived through an experience. And what better help can you get from somebody that overcame it? Because a doctor or a psychiatrist or a therapist can only do so much. And that's read out of the book. So we're trying to be that authentic help. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's, you know, it's one thing to, to look at it. Uh, objectively it's another thing to be in it subjectively so whenever you're the one going through it it's hard for other people to relate to you because they they don't know how your mind works 
They don't, they don't know how your body handles stress. They don't know how it handles these toxic environments that people are thrown right. in or raised in. So, right. so it, it's a big, it's a big issue. And uh, back in the day, I mean, how do you diagnose mental health unless you're schizophrenic or bipolar or, you know, um, have some kind of maybe autism, some other kind of uh, either disability or mental health. It's, it's tough. Yeah. So we didn't now, have those terms when we were growing up, I mean, you were hyper. That's what they said. Yeah, or he, he was, was hyper. He, you know, uh-huh. there wasn't much on autism back when we were kids or anything like that. At least that, that I can remember. No, I mean there was no awareness. There was no. It was either you're a good kid or a bad kid. But where you know where I decided that I wanted to change, make a change about it was when you finally realize that people are just ashamed, scared, or in fear of getting help because of being criticized, judged, whatever, patronized. And that's where, you know, that's where you got to draw the line of, do I really want help? And do I care what these people think? You got to save yourself. And that's, that's a big problem too. You know, there's, there's these people that know they have problems, want the help, but they won't ask because everybody will just tell them it's in their head. Think about something different. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just acting, you know, whatever. There's a reason for everything, you know? And that's why we try to just, we have an open platform, right. unbiased opinion. You know, we, we listen to what they say. We try to help. We give our opinion. You know, we take it or leave it. And we try to do our best. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing for people to do ever since the dawn of time is just ask for help. It's, uh, you feel, you feel it's, uh, it makes you less of a person or, you know, it, it makes you vulnerable. But at the same time, Name one person in this world who's ever gone through it without needing help at one point or another. Yep. I'll, yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I got the help. I hit the wall that, t- that was higher than the Great Wall of China, and it, it pushed back, too. So I accepted the help. I finally one day just decided to embrace it. All right, I get it. And I've taken that help, and I've you know created myself – into a way where I can control different attitudes that I couldn't before. And I also understand this is that not everybody's like me. Not everybody's going to think like me. They all got their own problems. So that's where I can't assume you can't assume, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't, you can't take anything personal. And I try to live by those two rules. I don't take anything personally. I I slip sometimes and I don't assume I just kind of let things come as they come and worry about what's in front of me here. Not everybody does that. So that's where the, the challenge comes in and that's where the change needs to happen really is to get everybody exposed to a, at least knowing what, what's going on with that field. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I've, I've had my own battles with it as well. I mean, yeah, I started definitely. out 16 years of my life. I had perfect 2020 vision. And then right. all of a sudden within a span of two months, my vision dropped from 2020 to 2200 uncorrectable Um, i was diagnosed with a rare form of macular degeneration called stargardt it's a juvenile form so uh it's in my retina there's things called yellow flexes that form and it's basically like soap on a or soap scum on a shower door you know a glass shower Mm -hmm. door it just kind of clouds up and so far, they haven't been able to find anything for it. So uh, I'm 30 now, so that's 14 years ago. And I can only imagine. Is it going to get worse as you go on, too? It's rumored 
to to get worse um i i did a good job of making it worse uh, uh i have a twin brother and a sister who also are diagnosed with the same condition oh geez but so my, my eyes right, are a little right, worse Yes. Yeah, so what it is is that my parents were compatible to pass on the gene that was uh, responsible for creating it. Um, and what it is is it's a deficiency in my eyes of being able to process vitamin A correctly. So when I eat a lot of vitamin A, it builds up. So, and you know, I got to tell you, when you're 16 years old and you're in high school, what what's what's the one thing you can't wait to do? Drive a car, right? Get get your license. Start taking the girls down to the levee, you know, and yeah, uh, showing them who the boss is, right? Yep. Whenever you get an argument with your old man, you know, say, "Hey, I'm out of here," you know. Yeah. Floor floor the gas and and just pick pick good uh, shoes. Yeah. And and so you know, whenever you're not able to do the things that everyone else is able to do, yeah that weighs on you. You start asking yourself, like, am I, am I worth it? Am I, you know, what am I going to be able to amount to? So for me, that was the hardest thing was finding, finding something that I felt that I would be able to do in, in my capacity. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Yeah. so anyways, we, we were, uh, we were having a good discussion earlier uh, about Buffalo and your Buffalo Bills. Bills. <laughs> They're doing well. They are definitely doing well. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but uh, after that uh, showing of last week against Seattle, how can we not? We're amped up down here. I'll, I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, uh, T.O. knows. I, I had season tickets from the years 88 to 93 as a younger kid, and so I was at every game during those years, the Super Bowl years. I was at the game where they beat the Dolphins and the field goal post came down, the greatest comeback, the 51-3 Raiders game. I was at all those games. And it, the atmosphere here now is close. It's close, not the same. You're never going to match that. So it's a different era, but the the, the vibes are, are good. Now they like jumping through tables up here. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the vibes are that of, it's for real. They've... Uh, done it correctly. I agree with everything they've done as far as transactions and trades and acquisitions and building an offense around a kid and, and playing to his abilities instead of trying to recreate the wheel. You know, they passed yeah. up, a lot of people passed up on Josh Allen because he was raw. They didn't want to have to mold him. So they passed on him. The Bills took the time to mold him, but into a system built for him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what we're seeing now. Took a couple years, but you know, I mean, we're used to the to the one of the best defenses in the league, and they haven't been playing up to par. But he's uh he's definitely filled in and stepped up big time. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, I mean, I'd pay I'd say he's a heck of an upgrade right now from uh from a uh, Tyrod Anyone. Taylor. So. <laughs> from any of them. You know, <laughs> that whole thing with Tyrod Taylor. You know, he he came from a different system with the Baltimore Ravens as as purely a backup. So you bring this guy who never played barely. You put him into a completely new system, and he's – I think he was a backup to start. I, I think he backed up somebody. Who did he back up? Listen, sometimes you have the Chris Drury's of the world that are just winners, but, and sometimes you have the Tyrod Taylors who just get screwed every time they go to it. Yeah, I mean, even this year, he was supposed to be the starter. He got screwed. He got hurt. 
Yeah, and then he lost his job to Herbert. He's playing phenomenal. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, I'll tell you, that Herbert kid, you know who he reminds me of? is a baby Peyton Manning. If Manning, he can yeah. keep grooming, and, I mean, his pocket awareness, his accuracy, and his decision-making are off the chart. Or a rookie. Tall. You can yeah. see. He's tall, though. He's good. Being tall, you can see that, you know, you can see over the line and see more checkdowns are quicker, you know? I think we're going to win against uh, again this week against Arizona, against Minnie Russell Wilson. I think we're definitely going to uh, – <laughs> I just think we're going to have a good game again. Yeah, talk about mini Russ. Oh, man, <laughs> Kyler Murray, that kid is an animal, man. He is a baller, man. Something just clicked, and he is off to the horses. All he needed was the best receiver in football They're right in now in Hopkins. Biggest hands, biggest hands in the league. That guy's hands are huge. Well, they, I told him that. I go, he's got the biggest hands in the league. They made an offense made for his style of play, and that's just kind of like, you know, the gridiron – Four on four style arcade version, just run and gone. And if there's an opening go, if you can make the pass, do it. It's not strict in the pocket pass. It's a it's a strike. I don't know, man. They they built they did it right. They're doing it right. Almost every time he drops back, he runs for 15 yards somewhere. And, and, that's and then he directs thing. into his spot, and then he throws it. And Hopkins is usually. I mean, that guy's yeah. not going to drop. Anything. You gotta you gotta take the edge away from him and force him into the, staying in the pocket, and then get to him. It's it's you gotta contain the guy. You make him throw the ball when he's uncomfortable. And we rattled Russell Wilson. We hit him 16 times. I don't even know why we talk about defense anymore. All you gotta do is score more points. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the new NFL right there. Is throw the flag, you'll have another one, and sneak it in. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how some of these teams can just just find these quarterbacks late, and for some reason they just hit. And then you got these other teams who are drafted in first, second, third, fourth, and they're just not able to get their quarterbacks. Like my team, the Bears. You know, it's a uh, yeah. You could have took Mahomes, you could have took Watson, but you they went with Trubisky. Yep. And they went and, and they went later on in the draft. So it's it's yeah, you know, no it's excuse. almost like you could have waited. We took Josh Allen seventh, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean he was around seven I mean seven picks. Yeah. And these teams passed on him because he was raw. But they're they're all slapping themselves. We don't even have to talk about it. That's what they're doing. Would you rather have Josh Allen at this point or uh Lamar Jackson? I hit Josh all day. Mm, that's a good one. I might, I might have to take Lamar Jackson just based okay. on the fact that he can also scramble. But I would like to see them switch teams and see what happens. That's uh, true. Just, just, just for a game or two, and just see, like, hey, is it, is it even matter? Uh, but Josh Allen deceptively quick. He'll scramble. He's tough. He'll put his shoulder down and to get that first down yard and. A lot of quarterbacks won't do that. The last time I seen a quarterback who will actually try to lower the boom on someone was like Jay Cutler and Big Ben. Ben, yeah. And Cam when he used to do it. And Cam yeah. Newton. Yeah, so he, it, he definitely reminds me a lot of Jimbo, Jim Kelly, how he used to play yeah. just some toughness. Gunslinger, yeah. He's out for a second hit. Yeah. And he gets back up and starts. This is our year. That's, you know, that's why I know they're probably going to cancel the season because of COVID right before we make it to the Super Bowl. So, hey, man, <laughs> what are you going to do? I've waited 32 goddamn years, man. 32. 32 years I've waited for a winning team. 32. I remember in 93, I think it was. Remember Todd Collins? Holy shit. Todd Phil Collins, I should yeah. do. I thought he was going to take us to the Super Bowl. We went like three and or four and 12 or something. We were awful. 
It was horrible. I still thought we had a lot of bad quarterback. It's been bad for it's years. About time, yeah, man, we're, we're due. We're, we Ooh. deserve it. <laughs> we picked a big I was one. I was three years old because I'm 30 now. So that <laughs> oh, that's 27 yeah. years of just heartbreak. Damn. It is, and, and the hockey team's been blowing too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing. Else. We we need a cup. We need we need a Super Bowl, and if we get us, I'll, I'll take a Super Bowl first. That's our best chance at this point. Who knows what hockey? The Sabers tease you being good, and you buy in, and you buy a jersey, and all of a sudden they shit the sheets like they're trying to to tank. At least we have good owners. Our owners are cool, man. Yeah, uh, we I like the owners. I've met them a few times. I'll give it up. At least we have good owners. We take care of the team. Oh, yeah. We try. They show you they care, and that's I mean that's about all you can do. They can't play the game, so definitely. And like you said, what what a crazy season it has been. I mean, our our whole our whole all stars of the NFL look like the Space Jam team after they got beat up for for the whole first half, just all on injury reserve, and nobody can walk straight. And you got all these no name guys coming out, starting to show out. Everyone shuffling and scrambling to find some decent backups. Backups. And you it, play what a year, too, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Crazy year. I mean, I, he asked me, "Why do you make? Why do you pay for moves?" I said, "You have to pay for moves." That's the way I said. And this year, you're definitely getting your uh, money's worth. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. My fantasy team could be doing better. I've been losing a lot of close ones. My first round pick, Christian McCaffrey, has been on IR. Finally came back, back to injure. Um, so don't even get him this week. The, oh, my yeah, biggest problem is the running back positions. They uh, one got a DUI and almost lost his job in Melvin Gordon. Yeah. And you got David Montgomery with a concussion. Christian McCaffrey out again. And it's who do you have out there to to pick to to replace those guys? You, there's nobody. They're no, all no, took. Nobody. Yep. Did you get did you get uh, McCaffrey's backup or was he drafted? He was already drafted. Uh yeah. he wasn't drafted, but he was picked up uh with someone okay. who had a better waiver priority than me. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a fourteen team league and it's tough. I mean uh, and, and I'm happening to play that guy this week too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's how it works. So you know he'll go up. Uh, so it's like, yep, I expect fifteen, twenty points from him this week. I'm like, oh. But uh yeah. I got Three of the top ten wide receivers. I got two of the top ten tight ends. Uh, Drew Brees as my quarterback, just dumping it off to Kamara. Uh, uh, Bears and Colts defense, so I get to switch them back and forth. Uh, two of the best defenses, but when your running got, backs are only putting up three points each. <laughs> I got Kamara. Yeah, my team name is the Kamara Virus. Nice. That's a good name. <laughs> when I had when I had Plax, uh, uh, Plaxico Burris way back, I named that team Plaxidental Shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've been known to have a couple good names. Yeah, I try. Know. You know, you got to try. That's why I brought him as my anchor. Because the guys, that's, that's so good. It's like JPP blowing off his own yeah. finger. You know, there's, like, something wrong with him. Maybe it's a... Yeah, I could contain yes. him though. I got the the ability to give him the shock to, and all of a sudden he starts being smart again. You are the shock treatment. Don't forget to tell him that we sent him a shirt. Oh yeah, we sent you a shirt by the way. One of these. Old Tiano Frankie J. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I get a shirt, y'all. We, we come bearing gifts, you know. We don't want to come out with nothing. 
Awesome. Yeah, that's the one thing that I that once once my uh starts growing a little bit more here, I I would love to start making some merch, but until then, uh oh man, I'll definitely appreciate that shirt. Sweet. Wear wear it on the podcast, let everybody know. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. Hanging up in the back for a show. <laughs> oh yeah. And there's good. one right there in the middle. I see well, it. This was awesome. Yeah, hang it, I appreciate having us, man. You want me to hang it up on the back of the chair where no one can see it, right? No, <laughs> put, it on, put it on the chair like a, like a shirt. Oh, yeah. No, we sent you one out because it's like our, you know, it's our thanks to you for having us on, and you know, it's, it's yeah. And we know how it, how what an uphill battle it is to have a podcast oh, and yeah. trying to start from the ground up. We're we're battling it too, just trying to get the word out, just like you, and uh, anywhere we can help. And obviously, we get along great share some common interests and uh made a good friendship from uh far away yeah we haven't quite got onto the youtube uh part of things yet but in the near future maybe next month we're going to have a youtube channel and start you know doing this on youtube but until then we're you know we're doing the we're audio old. thing we're still playing nintendo <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> we'll man we'll have you on for our you know our audio our audio show and you know show you some props back that's you know it's the way it should go help everybody Oh yeah. See what what I've noticed is that whenever you do the audio, it's like, yeah, you, you get the best quality. If you're doing say like a mindless task, like you're doing the dishes, you're cleaning or, you know, doing something, you just throw it on. But a lot of the younger generation, they want to see a name to the face, you know, and, and they want, they, they like to see things rather than just listen like, like us, older folks do you know it's uh they want to see you they want it's more personal for them where some of us you know our age they go to the gym they pop you on on the podcast and listen while they work out or whatever they do well it's analytics too and you know what i've seen in the analytics is that you know the crowd of 18 to whatever they're less likely to listen so that's why we've uh you know we've been working at implementing the video portion of our podcast and getting a youtube channel set up and then we're going to start going on there and we'll continue our audio version for the people that are okay with that. So we're trying to, you know, we're trying to tree off in all different things and, and, and get the word out everywhere because the resources are there. We're just trying to find them. And, you know, even you allowing us to be on your show for a little while, that, that's another helper. You oh, know, yeah. That's something else, definitely. And that's what we appreciate the most is, you know, allowing us to come on your platform. I mean, I appreciate y'all coming on and, and talking. This is, uh, this is this is what it's about, you know. It's it's the community building, growing, and helping each other. Like we said, you you can't do everything on your own. You no, won't you make can't. it very far. So so the more people that you can find who have similar goals, similar interests, and also don't have those kind of egos, where it's it's me against the world, then you're you're gonna be able to go a lot further than you would ever expect. Yeah, definitely. That's the way. We it just want to help. Quite honestly, I don't you know. That's what back. it's about. Just get back. We like talking. We like making people laugh. We might, you know, we like helping, hearing uh, things and helping where we can. Oh, yeah. So so let's get a little bit into it. So both of you played for Little uh, little League World Series? I played a little bit. When I was 14, I played for I played in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, uh, actually for Lou Gehrig. I believe I was 14 at the time. We made it pretty far to New York City. We, um I think it was right before you go to uh, Williamsport. 
uh, to play in the big game, but we played a team from the Bronx, actually, from New York City, and these kids at 14, full beards, full mustaches, <laughs> one through nine could hit it out the park. There wasn't a weakness in the, or you know, we were getting shellacked. There was actually, I think, they found out later that they weren't all of age. I oh, mean, you, could, that you were oh. playing during that time? Yeah, they found out years later, though. And I remember when, when we were playing, there was problems. But we were kids, you know, we didn't, we weren't paying attention to that at that age, apparently, you know. So we were just there to play, but we got killed. I mean, it, oh, it, it wasn't even close. Everybody, every single guy on their team could hit. There wasn't a weakness. They were huge. They were, they had to be they're they're all on steroids. But hey, you know, we played. We got as far uh, in the tournament as anybody ever has around here. and. Still got a little bragging rights for that. I mean, that's something to be proud of. You know, look yeah. at how many teams actually qualify. Um, that's look right. at how many teams are out there. It's it's yep. a small percentage, and you're you're with small company. Yeah, so, I was a shortstop. I played shortstop and second base. I was uh, a second base. I was second base and uh, second base, right field, and backup catcher. Ah, uh, nice. I always liked uh, if I played, I would have liked to been catcher. It was yeah. fun. Catchers Something about that glove. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a different position because you got to kind of have a no fear because you got a guy swinging a bat and it feels like he's right on top of you. And then you got the ump behind you who feels like he's humping you. I think uh, there's this, no room. <laughs> I think he knows about uh, combat and fear and how to face your fears with what he's had to do. Oh, geez, man. This is oh yeah. Cool. I think that, that, uh, his face is ugly enough. I don't need no hits, no more hits to that stuff. I think it's some hits to the head over the years. I think it made some improvements on mine, but hey, you know, to eat your own. Not everyone could be born purdy, you know. That's true. No, I've gotten clocked a bunch of times um over the course of 42 years, and I'll probably get more hits to the head. I mean, I can take a I can take a coffee mug that's three inches thick. It's not a problem. My head's like hard as a rock for some. I don't understand it. That's about how hard the hail is up here. My God, I've been oh, hitting the head yeah. so hard. I'm like in the movie Dodgeball. I I could take a wrench to the head and be like, "What? <laughs> is that all you got?" That's a great movie. Well, I, I yeah. guess I guess you can't dodge a wrench, so no. can't dodge Not a ball then. <laughs> well, I mean, at the you end, dodge a wrench. You I mean, if a fight's gonna happen, you either win or lose. It's really not bad odds. You just either win or you lose. Hopefully, these days, when we were growing up, it was fighting yeah. with fists. These days, I don't know what yeah. these kids are fighting with anymore. Oh man, they're playing with their cell phones and video games. They don't. Yeah. They don't do nothing old school, exhaustive. We used to <laughs> play in the park, play football and stuff. They're in the park looking for Pokemans. I don't know what's yep. going on anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, I'll admit, I still go look for Pokemon, you know? I I love I love that game when I'm out and about because I'm always out and about, you know, unless I'm here doing work. It's uh I don't I'm the guy who hates being inside. It's uh, Yeah, yeah, me too. I need to smell some fresh air, look at some new faces every once in a while. Till the earth. You're into farming, aren't you? Yep. Yep. Almond, we farm almonds in our family. We got 50 acres and uh, oh, yeah. enough, enough to do all the work by ourselves, but not enough to hire any help. So uh, that's what it's grandpa awesome. used his grandkids for for many years. <laughs> yeah. That's what I told my my wife. If we ever wanted to open like a storefront, because I used to be a chef, it would have to be an operation that I, one person could operate. Yeah, it's, you, you don't need employees. If you want to hire some, great. It'll make it easier, but we wouldn't need to. 
And that's just because it, why rely on people when you can't. <laughs> you know, exactly. You can't, you can't rely on people no more. People fall through. They talk out their ass. Yeah, 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 I'll be there. And then they don't show up. And then you're calling them and they don't answer. The follow through is lacking. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's just no commitment. They don't have to work. Everything's being spoon fed, man. And that's the word right there is commitment. Most people yeah. don't have commitment. They, no. they, they lack drive and determination, and it's because they never had to work for anything in their life, so they don't know how. It's, right, it's, exactly. It's, it's, it's ignorance in the sense that they weren't taught correctly. And my dad always taught us, like, hey, if you want something, you better go out and earn it because no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to just give you free handouts forever. At a certain point, he said, I won't be here. And you're going to learn how to do this stuff on your own. And I mean, a few years ago, we lost him to cancer and yeah, he was right. That. You know, it's, he was, he wasn't here forever. And it's one of those things where you need to be able to, to know how the world works, see it through a different lens than a child. Got to be self-sufficient, man. You know, I, I had my first job whenever I was 13 years old, I started working at a cinnamon roll shop. Um, during uh so that way i could afford my own wrestling shoes you know just we had we had three families in our house our small oh little God. house and uh you know so there was a lack of attention there was a lack of money and there was a lack of affection so whenever you have to entertain that many people it's hard to it you it's easy to leave someone out you know survival and, it's really survival yep Exactly. So then you start doing dumb stuff to get attention, you know, like getting in trouble or, you know, yelling or, you know, breaking something just so that someone pays attention to you. And, and when you're raised that way, that's whenever you start dealing with things like mental health. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a problem, man. Is everybody, you know, in, in our age group, at least in the, you know, the 40s and 50s, that's, we're all starting to feel it harder now because as you get older, you know, you start to go backwards as far as what you think about because you feel like you're getting old. So psychologically, you go back to the good days or bad. Well, a lot of it has to do also when you're young and going through it, you have a lot of people you can talk to as yeah. a child. As you get older, you know. those people go away and you're, you're there with your own mind again. And that's yeah. where people struggle. When you get inside your own head, some people, some people can't get out. I mean, who could go through one of their yearbooks from a senior year of all the people that signed and said, if you ever need me, call me. How many of those do you think are legit now? Yeah. I think we have pager numbers in ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, don't even write that. Just write, good luck. Hey, good luck. From well. Yeah. Right. I forgot who you were. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, you saw her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily I was able to keep in touch with a few of them. But like you said, yeah, the, the percentage is small. Oh, yeah. yep. 5-10% oh. of everyone you knew. Yep. Well, I, mm -hmm. I, in the town we live in, um, you know, people don't forget people quickly. It, it's one of those things. If you, if you make the pain in the ass list, you're always on that list, no matter what. <laughs> and everybody, a lot of people stay in contact still based on that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I grew up with, with guys that end up becoming police officers and, you know, now they're cops and they're, I went to school with them and they try to play cop with me. You know, so you grow up with these people. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I could see that 
that contra- uh, contradiction in, in it. It's like, okay, we went to high school and we were drinking together. And yeah. now all of a sudden you're trying to tell me, okay, I can't have my beer right here in front of my yeah. house. Like, you were a geek no. in high school, you know? I would have kicked your like, goddamn ass in high school. I mean, who, are you, who are you talking to, man? Come on. It's like, remember when you got shoved in a locker twice in yeah. one day? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're a cop. You, you couldn't get hurt any other way. Oh, wow. You know, you had to yeah. become a cop. <laughs> Get a badge and a gun. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Well, whenever you don't have that kind of authority growing up and now you get it, you get hungry for that power yeah. and, and you want to implement it every opportunity Revenge. that you get. Yep. I'll get that son of a bitch. You know, like, <laughs> oh, it's him. <laughs> Like I remember hey, you, I remember you dated Debbie back in high school. Yeah, I wanted good. to ask her to prom. Get out of the car. <laughs> Possession. <laughs> yeah. And he, he just throws a little cocaine baggie in your floorboard yeah. real quick when you're federal. not looking. Hey, what's that? <laughs> like it's 1980. Yeah, federal, federal <laughs> clink. Ten years, no parole. See ya. <laughs> yeah, speaking on mental happens, health, though, man. That uh, stuff happens. It does happens more often than people want to admit. Definitely. So, are you guys closed down pretty good for uh, COVID over there? I know we, you're a little bit worse than just, us here in New York. We just ramped well. up again after Halloween. We are like mini California down here. We just want to be lib central down here for some reason. <laughs> so we're, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna be shut down in a heartbeat. You know, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know anymore. So that's depending how this election shake out, we all might be on lockdown for a while. So it all well, it I all think. depends. That's what they voted for. Build a bunker. Yeah. You voted for your lockdown, so here they come. So, <laughs> no one's gonna be saving you. Our governor's a pain. Uh, I at least you don't have a dictator. Yeah, he <laughs> as is. A governor, Governor Newsom is out oh, of Gavin's his bad. mind. We got Cuomo. I mean, he will probably run for he, presidency. A Cuomo, oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah so we he, know what he did a bang. About. He did a banged up job over there, huh? You know. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Killed a lot of people over here. I thought to smack him. Isn't yeah. it amazing how these these are the best candidates that people can think of? I know. It's sad. It's like get to a point. You know, I'm gonna get to a point where why why would he even vote? Why bother? Yeah. I mean, why bother? <laughs> I mean, I if if, just if you're a Republican voting in California, your vote don't matter. If, That's what they say if about If you're a Democrat in Florida, your vote don't matter. It's, yeah. Some things will never change. So any news coming out of there? We've kind of dipped out of the political sense. We started doing that, but, you know, it just divides the audience. We're not about division and that. We want everybody to come together. Yeah, that's why I don't tell people. I don't get too much into politics, no. but uh, it it just applies here. And that's it. That's it. Just yeah, uh, just hold yourself least. to a higher standard than the civilian, and neither that's one right. of them can do it. So it's it's pick the lesser of two evils, and you know, pretty much. Why, why, we're, at the why even? we're at the mindset over here is we're just going to go about our own business, no matter who it is, and we're going to do the best we can, and that's about it. Like exactly. Not going to complain, not going to, you know, it is what it is. My one vote don't pick the president. That's right. Your one yeah. vote don't pick the president, so it's out of your control. I don't think any vote picks the president anymore, man. I'm I'm all about <laughs> the election being over and moving on. Maybe everybody will calm down and stop the bullshit and stop fighting. And leave it alone. Move on, man. 
take care of yourself, your house, your family, your job, and, and everything else will be fine. Yep, and, you know, and with your mental problems. health, is this is only promoting division, and that's the last thing we need right now in a global How pandemic. <laughs> Exactly. It does. It promotes a lot of division. And then the COVID just amps up the mental health with the, the stress of being home. Some people not working, worrying about their bills. Worried Suicide about their rates food. up through the roof. Yep. There's yeah. a lot of people that still have not left their house around here. Yeah. That will not leave their house Pretty because good. they're afraid of COVID. And yeah. that's sad. I mean, we're going on nine months. We're on nine months of the two-week mask wearing curve. Nine months. Can we? I agree. Okay. Maybe the mask w works. Maybe it does. But we've tried it already for nine months and it isn't working. So can we try something else? How about we try not wearing it for a little while and see how the, where the numbers go? We've, we've tried your yeah. way. Let's try it. Maybe it is herd immunity. Protect the elders. Protect, you know, because the young aren't getting, they're not dying. The death rate is not that high. I mean, a lot of people have died, yes. But in relation to it, the death numbers are not that high. So I say, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I think it is definitely a problem, but is it apocalyptic? I don't think so. Should we close everything? I don't it think is, so. It is nowhere near apocalyptic. It's not even nowhere near uh, the Black Plague. So, no. so, it's, so what is really it's crazy. going on here? <laughs> In my humble yeah. opinion, have, having an underlying condition myself, I, I basically have no immune system. I'm in favor of stop the mess. I, you know, listen, I... If I if I have an issue or, or a concern, I just won't go somewhere. I I protect myself. It's my responsibility. It's the disease in my body. If I'm comfortable enough to say I'm okay without masks, that's fine. Because hey, I have no. I don't go up to people right in their faces and talk anyways. Mm -hmm. I got my own. This is my dance space. This is yours. I have that rule already. So I mean, realistically, everybody already socially distances by default. Take the goddamn masks off and see, and like Tio said, see what happens. If yeah. it spikes, put them back on. It might spike for a little bit because people are going to work through the virus, and that's what you're supposed to do, and that's how you get antibodies. Cases might mm -hmm. spike, but deaths are not. Right, exactly. Exactly. You got to yeah, let you, it out. You, you, gotta can't, you can't create an immune system to something you're never exposed to. Exactly. You know, it's, exactly. you have to, you have to experience it and then your body starts trying to fight it and figuring it out. And that's where the antibodies come. I, I think I, that the real problem is, is that with the mask, I think it's how much of a dosage you get compared to say, if you get a, a big load of somebody's COVID in your mouth compared to just a couple spritz, does yes. that give you a milder case? Or is COVID COVID? Is COVID. it exactly the same whether you get one spec or 20 specs? 20 you know, spores, yeah, or whatever it is. You know, it, that's what I mean. It's got to be, there's got to be a line drawn in the sand on uh, where you hold people accountable for their own mm. protection, right? Why mm -hmm. penalize the entire country, make everybody wear masks because there's that percentage of people that just don't care and don't understand, you know, the people with the underlying conditions like me, for example. If I'm being cocky and I don't wear a mask, I'm part of that problem. But it's it's really just, if you think about it, you see people hanging these one-time disposable masks from the mirrors of their car and reusing them. It's sort of, I mean, really, it's not it's not even being used correctly well, in the way that they should be using it. It's a waste of time. They say the only ones that really work are those surgical N95s, and they can't give everything. And they're not even available. Yeah. Can't them. So, so the thing about the N95 masks is the reason why they're called 95 masks 
or because what it does is it breaks down the particles in the air by 95%. So, right. so you're breathing such a small dose that it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, but so if you're not wearing an N95 mask, it's not going to help you anyway. Nope. And they showed that with the smoke coming out of the mask, how much smoke comes out of the mask when they're born. I mean, the only one that didn't was that N95. Well, and I wore, I wore an N95, and I'll tell you something, it almost felt harder to breathe and it was really uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I took it off after a few minutes and said I'd rather just put a T-shirt wrapped around my face. I think it's oh, a joke, yeah. but again, other people don't. That's why this country is the way it is. Everyone has their opinion and their right to believe that, and that's fine. I'm a firm believer in let people do what they want, hold themselves responsible, period, the end. Yeah, telling exactly. people they can only have 10 people at their Thanksgiving is, is how not gonna, right. How are you going to count? That's count? what Cuomo said today. 10 people at your household at all times. You think he's going to have 10 people there? You're kidding me. Yeah, but how are they going to monitor that? Who knows? I, it, you can't. They sued them, I think, and well, I'm pretty sure that doesn't hold up. Well, if it's you have a governor like Newsom, he wants you to snitch on your neighbors. So. Yes, we did have that. We <laughs> and had they that. wanted they to give people them. rewards. Like, you cannot give people rewards because then they're just going to start falsely accusing people. Accusing. Yep. You know? yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's coming to that. And I think the sooner that this presidential thing is figured out, the sooner we can get established who's in charge, who's the president, and get through the holiday season, and then you'll see this kind of stuff fade away. That's just the way it's always gone in my lifetime. Um, things like this happen, they just fade out. And the more people start to buy out instead of buying in, the faster it goes away. Exactly. Stop buying and into this shit, you know? The, the, the biggest problem I see with all of this, especially the world today, is whatever happened to agree to disagree, you know? Sure. Everybody, if if you don't agree with someone's views, no matter what it is, you're either an asshole, a racist, um, yeah. you know, or or oh, whatever. You're you're <laughs> just that you're just the enemy, and it's like because I don't agree with you, that makes me a bad part, or you know, yeah. like. But you vice versa. You must listen to the show. You must have heard the show before. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we believe. Like, if you want to call us these people these things we need we need to we need facts we need you know we want to hear facts we're our ears are open we will believe you if we hear them just bring the facts as long as you can as long as you can give a valid reason you know instead of just say oh i hate that or i don't agree with it or that's not that's not cool to me that's not a good reason you know Mm -hmm. to to either downplay anybody, to downplay anything. But if you can actually do your own research, look at a couple credible sources, and then make your own informed opinion on what you think is better for everybody and not just yourself, we would be a lot better off. But there I go again, trying to tell people how to... Uh, <laughs> that right there is basically where the, where the slogan, your feelings don't matter, came from. What you just explained. Because you cannot, you have to separate your feelings from everything else when you're talking about stuff like this. And, yeah. and you have to admit that sometimes you're going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. Everybody's been wrong. Yeah. And uh, it, you grow from that. Yeah. When, Absolutely. So, I don't know, everybody, hopefully we can just come together here. Um, it's going to be tough because it is divided. That's the way they want us. We got to be smart. Be smarter than, than what they're trying to feed you. And just be human. Go out there, interact. They don't want you to be out there interacting because then they can't control you as much. But you got to 
do what you yeah. can when you're out there to talk to people, you know, just have that human, human contact. And uh, hopefully we can all get through this a little bit easier. Oh, yeah. The way I like to live my life is to make sure to get as many perspectives as possible, because when you have more perspectives, that picture becomes a lot bigger. And when you have a bigger picture, you're able to make better decisions. doesn't matter what it is. So mm -hmm. just, just go out there and see what everybody's thinking, how they're feeling. Maybe they're going to teach you something that you don't know, and you can teach them something you don't know, or, yeah. you know, vice versa. So. So it's just one of those things where you got to, you got to be willing to learn and you got to be willing to listen. And um, most people aren't. And, and that's, that's hard. That's hard to, to deal with for a lot of people and bringing it again to the mental health. It's, uh, you know, that's, that's a big cause of these stresses and, and everything is people are trying to fit in and they're trying to take a circle and fit it into a square, you know, and right. it's, you got to be yourself at a yep. certain point you always got to be true to yourself at the end of the day yep. and if you are you're going to have a better day <laughs> that's basically what that now so. now you were telling me also uh frankie that you're uh you played roller hockey i tried you tried <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't, we, we played a little bit of pickup roller hockey you know he didn't play much growing up um, I played a lot of ice, like on the ponds and stuff, but it wasn't like roller hockey. It, it took him that. a couple years to get to get good, but he was always on my. I was all right. I was pretty. I was one of the better players he, on the he, team. He, this guy could skate through everybody, and you know, whoopsie. He would know. he would play on my line. You know, I taught him a couple things where to put. You know, he was very good at position. Um, he'd always be at the right place at the right time. All I needed him to do was just give me the puck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pass the puck, go to the net. Pass the puck, go to the yeah, net. That's, that's what I tell him. Pass the puck, be ready for a pass back, give and go, or go right to the net. And that's what he did. And it was fun. We, I mean, it was a good time. We won the championship twice, I think. Yeah, we did good. It was fun. Um, you know, unfortunately, those days are gone for now. I mean, I, you know, life changes, but I've moved on to different things now. That's all. I'd still be playing. I was in a car accident, uh, rear-ended. Hurt my back pretty good. I got no awake a car accident beginning of July. My dog and I got T-boned at 65 miles an hour. And then I had elbow surgery on the next week. So I'm recovering physically still from a lot of that. So, I mean, you get older and you heal slower. It's amazing, sure. man. Holy cow. That is for sure. I don't feel my age. I'd like to get back out there. But I remember, remember whenever you were... <laughs> Remember whenever you were 15 and you'd jam your finger on the football and it would swell up and bruise up? I think it was good to go the next day or two. Yeah. <laughs> and then out. now you you try to lift a milk carton wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a, you got a go wicked pain. You get a doctor's note to be off work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, sorry, sir. I cannot lift over 25 pounds with this hand right now. Exactly. Explain that to work. Oh, life changes, man, you know, and I'm starting to feel the age and I'm working at trying to not feel it as much by doing things that don't stress me out because stress will beat you up. Yes, it will. And that's probably the number one killer over anything is stress. So yep. the more Definitely. you can cut out, the, the healthier you're going to be. And it's just, yep. I just wish that. Uh, People would smile we were, more and take everything with a grain of salt. That's what I wish. Yeah, if people would quit taking everything 
and personal. everyone so serious, so literal, and so personal. It's, what happened to the jokes? Why aren't we able to tell the jokes we used to tell? Why is everybody so offended? Jokes are meant to laugh. Sometimes you get laughed at, you know, that's just the way it is. It does not everybody, you know, I, yeah. that's what happened. The society. My, my favorite people now. are the ones who can laugh at themselves and joke on themselves. It's, yeah, you have to. That's definitely us. We'll do we'll do recordings of our show and uh, we'll sit there afterwards and, and listen to a replay and we'll laugh and like those guys are hilarious. It's it's us. I mean, we find ourselves funny. So yeah, are we a little off? That's probably part of our disorder. I mean, we're a little off, but hey, man, we're laughing, we're having fun, we're trying to help people, we're promoting a good cause, and you know, are we completely one hundred percent organized? No, we're not. But we're having fun, and it'll come together, and it's coming together. I mean, from a laptop on a kitchen table to, you know, half a studio built with some, you know, it comes together. You just got to keep plugging away, man, day by day. If you want to yep. build up, you get whatever you want. That's what we're about. That's what I've always been about. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how to be any other way. Yeah, <laughs> one, one so. step at a time until you, until you finish climbing the ladder, you know. It's uh, like they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. So. Yeah. What makes you think that you can build anything else as yeah. as valuable? Yep, and that ladder can always add more rungs to it. And well, you can always go higher. So yeah. it really never ends. I mean, if you go on Google right now and just type in the T.O. and Frankie J. show, we pop up, we take up the whole front page. Hey, there you go. All the, all the different <laughs> platforms that we're on. And, you know, would you if a year ago you would ask me if that would have happened, I would have been like, yeah, you know, no way. But it's, you know, the hard work's paying off. We're starting to get, you know, we're on eight platforms. I think it's helped me. Doing the show has helped me. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Just from listening to others and being able to help others and then looking at your own problems and being like, wow, yeah, you know, I can implement this into my own life without even thinking about it. Yeah. So it's well, what's more value? Form. What's more valuable than personal experience? Nothing. Not much. Exactly. No. Family, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's about it. You know, my therapist and I came to a conclusion that our relationship was going to be a little um, uncordial, meaning I'm older than you by at least 12 years. And I took psychology. I, you know, I know exactly what you're doing. You're using the books and trying to throw those outlines at me. Just talk to me. I told her, just talk to me. Let's just talk. Don't throw out. I, I, I know exactly what you're doing. And all you're going to do is waste your breath and my time. Why don't we talk? Get to know me. Get to know me and constructively put together a care plan. And, and we've done that over the course of five years. So, I mean, that's another problem, too, with mental health. Is you go to a counselor, you listen to what they say, there's no conversation. Mm -hmm. And yeah. not every person's exactly the same. Not everyone's just a, a cookie cutout, you know? It's, yeah. It's everybody's different. Everyone's been yep. through different uh, situations, different circumstances, and lost and gained and loved and everything. It's you can't just put two people in the not not everyone's two peas in the same pod, you know. Right. Um, like me, like my 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 vision is a lot different than your guys's. Uh, so how are you going to try to tell me that? we're supposed to be the same and we're supposed to feel the same and look at everything the same and you know vice versa it you can't 
It, it doesn't work that way. The only way that you can get to know is to actually talk to somebody and try mm -hmm. to, to figure out where the root comes from. Because then once you can find the root, then you can actually start treating it. Yeah. We used to have group. Remember group things in school? I wonder if they even do that anymore. Well, you have to work with a group and some people you don't get along with, but you still have to work as a group. Like you take that into your everyday life. You don't alienate those people because they don't have the same views as you. Embrace them. Take them in. Think about it. Don't hate just because you want to hate because they're different. There's That's, a re reason for everything, man. Yeah. There's a reason for everything. There's a reason. Reasons, reasons. If you start looking at that, that there's a reason for everything, it makes it a little easier to accept the things that are happening. That's how I've been trying to implement in my life. It's hard. Change is hard, especially when you're just molded into what you've been molded into. It's like reversing and trying to do it backwards. So it takes time, dedication, and you got to want it. If you don't want it, then don't bother. Well, the hardest thing in anything is starting, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so definitely. whenever you start to change, it's, it's so easy to slip back into those old habits and your old mindset. It's, it's harder to just try to be better every day. But once, once you get the rhythm and once you get the hang of it, then it just becomes second nature and muscle memory. And every day you're just trying to be better and better and better. Be and better that's you. All, that's what that's you all you could ever ask for is nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has something. Everybody has or hates someone. It's, or dislikes or just doesn't want to be around. I've learned to detach. If somebody doesn't do it for me, and they may, I, I don't, I just don't hang out with them. I don't talk to them. I'm not rude. I'll be like, hey, how you doing? And that's it. I just detach pe from people that make me feel away. Yeah. It is what it at is. the end of the day, it's not worth it. No, it's there's, not. There's billions of people bills. out here. You're not going to make everybody happy. Yeah. They don't, they don't the, pay my bills. As the religious folks will say, it's like even Jesus, Jesus couldn't convert everybody. So, yeah. so what makes you think that you can? Yeah. And why even waste your time and energy and effort and stress trying? Hopefully but. we converted a few of your fans to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there are some Bills fans out there though. So oh, oh, yeah. Remember, we have one of the top three fan bases in the NFL. Yep, Bills Mafia. Baby. People try to move out of Buffalo, I think that means. Get out of New York. <laughs> yep. And like my team, we're 1920, ride or die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was very nice uh, for you to have us on. Appreciate oh, it a lot. So you guys want to go ahead and uh, give a uh, quick shout out to yourselves and uh, let everyone know where they can find your podcast and where they can get in contact with you? Yeah, definitely, man. Like I said, we're the T.O. and Frankie J. Show. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on eight of the different uh, podcast platforms. In fact, you can go right to Google and type the T.O. and Frankie J. Show, and we pop up everywhere. We try to do about two shows a week, keep the content fresh. We encourage people to message in. Our email is the T.O. and Frankie J. Show at gmail.com. Any questions, any show ideas, whatever, um, we're everywhere. So um, jump in, join the fun. You too. You're welcome on our show anytime. Um, they have a good time, have some laughs. And that's oh, about it. Wait. It's T.O. and me tearing it up. That's yeah, what we're, we're doing. doing. A couple of giveaways. You'll have the shirt. You'll be able to uh, yeah see yeah. it for yourself. Um, we try to do a couple of fun things on each show. You know, fact of the day, much like you do at the end. Yeah. I like to have that. Um, 
then yeah, that's about it. Yeah, we freestyle a few times here and there, just you know, talking and trying, you know, trying to structure it versus just getting on and talking. So we more of a freestyle platform at this point and going with the flow and having a good time doing it. Hey, those are the best conversations. Is the one I mean, you go on a vacation. What are you you gonna have more fun on an itinerary or are you gonna have more fun doing what 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 comes to your heart at the moment, you know? I wanna so. do what I wanna do when I wanna do it. Damn. I love shooting the shit for the people up down by the pool. That's what I like doing on vacation. <laughs> That's what I, I mean <laughs> free freestyle, man. You know, freestyle, you, you know, there's no pressure, there's no no stress about it. We just get on, we talk, someone wants to come on. They're on. If yeah. not, we just we ramble and have a good time. We answer the questions that were asked of yeah. us. We yeah, we have a fun time. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, we're jumping in the ratings, and it happens quickly, man. When you put the work in, so exactly. And all you have to do is just keep doing <clears throat> it because you love it. Everything else will follow. Exactly, um, man. But speaking of the random facts, before before I let you guys go, I got to give you the random fact of the day. Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Let's hear it. All right. So, random fact. The youngest pope of all time was Benedict number nine. Really? At 11 years old. Yikes. Wow. There was a pope, leader of the Vatican, at nine years old. That's like the King Tut fact I had where he was 10. That's crazy. I I couldn't even get a paper route. You know what my fact was today of the day was, how come there's a hundred folds in a chef's hat? Oh, I don't know. Because there's a hundred different ways to cook an egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> uh, there is. It's like the higher thought... the hat, the more experience. And... No, it's got those folds in it, the chef's hat. Oh, no, I know the folds, yeah. but the higher the level of the chef hat, oh, the yeah, higher yeah. level of, of the more. So we all learned something today, too. Yeah. Hey, that's, hey, that's the thing. No one ever had fun. At least you learned something new, you know. That's right. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, definitely, man. Thanks again, man. We appreciate it. We'll we'll talk again, and we'll have you on our our show, and uh, we'll 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 spread the word on your gig over here because it's been it's been a blast. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys, and uh, definitely can't wait to come on your guys' show, and we'll get into to a little bit more more stuff. Well, oh, it's right. fun, then, Buffalo. Go Bills. Go. Seven and two. Eight and two. <laughs> Bill down, baby. Bill yeah. down. And on the digs, 2020. America. America. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have yourselves a great night. All right, All right man. You Thank you. Thanks. All right. All right. So I wanted to thank Frankie J and T.O. for coming on. That was a blast. Uh, so make sure you guys check them out on Spotify and all your other podcast platforms. We will catch you next week with another Alex and an athlete signing off. Have yourselves a great night.